0: I am Dr. Heather Moore owner of total performance physical therapy tonight. We're going to talk about how electronics are physically damaging your child and physically causing them harm. Um, first I'm going to kind of give a little sidebar here to all the parents. You know, I'm a parent of three and, um, they say two hours of screen time a day. That's computers. That's TV and that's iPad. So I had a, a good friend who's a pediatrician recently you know asked me how realistic is that and she doesn't have any children <laughs> and i said it is not realistic at all there are some days where my kids have zero hours they don't watch a lick of tv they don't do any of their electronics and then there's some days where it's 6 hours if i need to get things done or it's a rainy day or you know it's a, it's a sunday and we're just relaxing so it is not realistic to limit your child to 2 hours of screen time of a day i mean I get notes home from school that we have homework to do on uh, on the computer. So it's not it's not something that's set in stone for that two hours and and most parents can relate that that's just an unrealistic number by the time they get done their homework and electronics and things like that it it is really hard to limit their time for two hours a day. Now none of my children have their own phones even though they are very sad about that Uh, they do not have mainly my little one Addison, but she is, she'll get over it. I don't care. Uh, Oh, you don't care. Okay. So she, uh, so everyone in my house has said they don't have a phone, but they do not spend time on their phone. And that's another component where it really adds up. As I see kids walking around and they're walking with their heads down, looking at their phones, the physical harm that they are causing themselves adds up. And it's, you know, we ignore it because parents and, They're kids and they're going to bounce back, but in the all reality, there have been no studies. There have been no ability to do long term studies because the people who are, you know, my age and older did not have devices growing up. We were not hunched over like this. We were not on our computers. I didn't have any computer homework assignments uh, until much later. I did my college applications on a typewriter, um, so, you know, we don't have the long term studies to show. How bad this is physically for our children, but just in watching my own home and watching my own children and and I know you know what how they should be. It really is damaging and so we're going to go through what you need to look for tonight and really I don't care about the two hours. You know you do you as a parent. It's tough. It's hard. We've got a billion things going on. You know some days it's two hours some days it's six. Don't worry about that so much, what you need to really worry about is how they're sitting, how their posture is, what they look like. This is more damaging than anything. So Aubrey's going to demonstrate here. So this is not an unusual posture in my house to find everyone on their iPad slumped on the couch slumped in a chair and everyone is bent over and hunched over their iPads. Something like this. Now, sometimes we've got the iPad on and the TV going too. I mean, that's how good of a mom I am. We've got two electronic devices going. So it's, it's really awesome. What happens is, is I'm going to turn Aubrey here in the chair so everyone can see kind of the side view. So here we have this curve. We've got a humpback going. Now, most people are going to say, well, I look at my kid, they stand up straight. They're not going to be a humpback. Well, give them a couple years, give them 20 years. This becomes a humpback okay, because their bones are forming right now and extended periods of time in this position cause them to form in this position. What else is happening in this position? Their discs in their neck, okay, are starting to herniate. So their discs are going backwards. They're starting to impinge on some of that, those nerves. If your kid has ever said to you, my hands are numb or I have tingling or my hand fell asleep," Yes, it could be the funny bone or it could be a little bit of numbness and tingling, but if they've been sitting in this posture, they're starting on a herniated disc and it's most likely that disc that is interfering or that disc that's causing that numbness and tingling after numbness and tingling becomes weakness. So it kind of progresses all the way down. Not only this, but what happens is you are also cutting off the blood supply. Your brain in this position, and especially if you start to look up at the TV in this hunched position. So we have this: your shoulders are rolled forward, you're hunched over, but then you curve your neck up. You're actually putting yourself at risk for a stroke. You're cutting off the blood supply. You are making yourself tired. If your child gets headaches. This is why. This is 100% why. So if they have a laptop, if they have an iPad, and you find them in this position, I know next year we we um, have a middle schooler on our hands who's getting a laptop. Laptops are horrible. They cannot be set up, or they cannot be set up without extra components to be ergonomically correct. If your child is getting a laptop, which a lot of middle schools and high schools are now doing, they must either have a separate keyboard or a separate uh, monitor because the um, monitor has to be eye level, or the keyboard has to be right here in order for the correct position to happen. Now what's happening here also is the front of her chest is now collapsing. All right. So all of these muscles that are in the front of her chest are now becoming shortened. So now she's not able to breathe as effectively. If you have a child that's plays sports, they get out of breath. This is because a lot of times their chest can't expand enough because now they're starting to develop this rib cage, these muscles that are compressing. And it's not allowing the full expansion of the breath, not to mention all of these muscles back here from sitting like this are becoming weak. Now I know this is going to be a lot of arguments with parents when my kids play sports. They're not weak back there. I guarantee you they are because your kids are practicing two to four hours a day and are then on their phone like this on their electronics, some form of devices, probably for eight. If your child has a phone. They're on it for at least 15 minutes every single hour that adds up and most of the time it's way more than 15 minutes. So these muscles are now becoming extremely weak. It's that hinders posture that hinders the ability to sit up straight that hinders the ability to play athletics uh, and just to have a healthy spine. So that is kind of how most parents will find their children. Also, when you're sloped forward like this, you're cutting off the blood supply to your shoulder. If we have any swimmers, volleyball players, any of those overhead athletes that complain of shoulder pain, baseball players, you know, people who suffer from shoulder pain because they're playing sports and then they spend their time slumped over. And Aubrey's no different as I'm, as I'm pointing everything out. She's correcting it. That's what everybody does. And then I walk away and they don't do it anymore. But as you slump over, you're actually cutting off the blood supply to your shoulder. You're endangering your rotator cuff and you're not allowing it to heal. So if you've had an extremely hard practice or a hard game and you've thrown a lot of pitches or you've really done a lot of, of yardage when it comes to swimming. And then you go and you sit like this or you're on your phone and your shoulders are completely collapsed forward and you've stopped the blood flow. Your muscles can't recover. You're going to start to fray that rotator cuff. You're going to jam that muscle in, in between these two bones, you're going to get impingement syndrome. So most of the time when I start to work on a shoulder or, you know, we talk to overhead athletes, we really try to instill posture because. At, at the older ages, it is really important that they stay out of this position, okay? Not to mention slumped in this position. You have got a weak core. Your stomach is just hanging out. There's nothing being tucked in. There's no, no ability. When you sit like this, you are putting the second highest amount of pressure on the, on the discs in your lumbar spine. Again, if your kids, if they stand up and they have numbness and tingling in their feet, And if their foot goes numb, it's because they're starting to herniate discs in their back right now. This is happens to be a straight back chair. We don't have many of these in our house, it's a couch. So there's a nice C curve going on in, in the backs of of the children. So they're, they're herniating their neck, they're herniating their back. So it's really important that you try to get everyone in a habit if they're going to sit like this and I understand you're not, you know, we're parents We're busy you know, get them to move every 15 minutes. Have them set alarms. I have alarms going off all day in my house on iPads. I'm not sure why they go off, but they do um, because sure Edison's, Edison's I don't sets know random alarms. And she does. So we need to set alarms to make sure that they're getting up or that they're changing position or you know, the most amount of time that they should spend in this is 15 minutes. Then they need to change. So let's show. I'm going to show you a good posture. It's not the best, but let's face it. We all have kids, and if we aren't getting them to sit up straight and in in uh, proper.